Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dark forest. This is a very special dork forest in a Japanese restaurant, of which the name I do not know. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. You know the, the credits, Patrick Brady fixes this audio, and it is going to be quite a piece of work on this one. And Vilmos fixes the website, and he has his own podcast called Green Room Radio. You could listen to that. And Mike Rickberg just sang the song, and he'll sing again at the end. There's a donation button. I bought dinner this evening, this Japanese food business. So uh, feel free to think about using the donation button. And if you have used it recently, I thank you for it. I actually do. Thank you very much. I genuinely appreciate it. So right now, listen to Janine Schatz and I talk about fan fiction. All right. Hey, here we are in Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn, New York City. Get a rope. Uh, yeah, so I'm here with Janine Schatz, I believe. Yes. I went Schatz because of the Milwaukee Brewing, the brewing thing with the Laverne and Shirley, but, uh, and you are a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Women's rights, and, uh, and you were a longtime listener of The Dark Forest. Did you listen to it in the Blog Talk Radio days? No, I missed that. Oh, I, and what did you miss, really? I mean, it was a lot, it was, you had to really crank it, and you can go back and listen to it, um, in the RSS feed, but, Okay. yeah, so I'm here to do some shows, and to hang out, and to, and to, and to remind New York City that I exist, and, and I emailed and told everybody that, and you said, I'm a bit of a dork, <laughs> <laughs> which always cracks, that's my favorite thing, I love of course. it, people who listen to the show are like, guess what, I bet you I could do that, that's something I could and, do. And I was waiting for you to have someone on doing what I what I think my dorkdom is, and crowding me out of this of this experience, and right. it does not, it does not it, Right. Here we are. There's a window, there's a window that needed to be, to be filled, and... Um, I think I'm mixing my metaphors. Yeah, because you write fan fiction. I have a friend of mine who writes fan fiction that I never knew what fan fiction was until she told me that she wrote fan fiction and defined fan fiction. Ah, uh, what does she write fan fiction? Uh, I think, well, I think it was uh, General Hospital originally. Ah. Uh, old school, but I think she writes Castle. Okay. And I think she wrote Firefly and Star Trek. I mean, I think it, I, I couldn't even tell you. There was so she's, a so she's a mixed a mixed bag. Yes, yeah. that that can be good. Right, right, because it's it's a lot of um, there's drama, but I think just drama D. Like I don't think she's writing any Thirty Rock fan fiction. Uh, Is there uh, Thirty Rock fan fiction? There must be. There's at least a little bit of fan fiction for, okay. for everything. So. Let's tell the people who just listened to the NFL <laughs> sports one uh, what the heck fan fiction is. Well, well. I, I probably should define it first, but my, my first exposure to fan fiction mm-hmm. was when I was a 15-year-old NHL hockey fan. NHL and I, hockey fan? And obviously, all the fan fiction going on there is gay locker room sex. Oh! So, I was horrified by this. Not that I don't think there should be gay sex or whatever kind of thing there is. In a locker room, as long as it's consenting adults. Yes, and you know, but not everyone wants to see that. Not everyone mm. needs to no, you know, don't have presume to... that the players are doing that after the game. Like, there's not, there's not a lot of... Right, because fan fiction, it, take, it can be, especially with, like, real-life people, they're not your fictional characters doing it. Precisely, and that's a whole... That's a whole... That seems to be an issue <laughs> among the fan fiction groups. People are like, what? And, yes, um, yes, precisely. Um, so but, fan fiction is when you write about a show... You use the existing characters from a show or a movie or even a book 
um, and kind of write, write, go, you pick up what they left off, or sometimes, so that would be, I guess, like a kind of can, what they would call canon based, where you're taking things that have happened in the show okay. or movie and building upon it, or sometimes, sometimes rewriting it, you're thinking, this scene sucked. I'm going to rewrite what I think <laughs> should have happened between so and so. And I don't understand why Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd never made out on Moonlighting. <laughs> why didn't it happen? And when it did, it ended. Yes. But, um, and then there's, all, there's also what people sometimes write as alternate universe, which is, uh, okay. basically you take the characters from a certain a certain work and put them in a situation in which they have not yet been in in that show. You pretend that they're from different places. Oh, wait a minute. I think I did this when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I used to have Tarzan show up on the Star Trek Enterprise. That's, a, that's what they would call a crossover. That's a crossover. <laughs> but that's not alternate universes or... It's I just a, by, it's a straightforward crossover. By, na- by its nature, crossover is going to be alternate universe, unless you have okay. two, I guess, two works where people live in this. But that's not. It's not going to. I don't know what's going to happen. Now. Would it cro- Would it? Would it be like if you took something uh, like a real TV show and I and I like like Battlestar Galactica and just put them in a universe that you made up yourself? Would that be an alternate universe? That would be an alternate universe. Okay. But alternate universe could be as simple as. Um, in the, the fan fiction that I write for is the tele- television program Glee. It would be if you make, uh, yes, and you, we'll, we'll get into the Glee as you yes, as we yes. request we do. But um, it would be as, you know these characters who are all high school classmates, and then all of a sudden you decide they're not high school classmates. What's his face is the older brother of so and so, and then they're you know interacting in a different way. Then um, you change a characteristic of one of the characters, and that by changing. That framework, you are changing the universe, unless it's alternate. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be it bizarrely out there. It okay, just it can just be very little, simple. Okay, exactly, okay. exactly. Uh, I just fold it in half, and then our waitress just did a, a lovely thing at the sushi restaurant that we're at, um, where she folded your 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 chopstick paper yeah. into not origami, maybe origami. Because what was the definition of origami when you fold folding a piece paper? paper so there we go. Success. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's different ways. And then it gets weird if it's NHL hockey players. Yeah, I do. Because then they're real guys. They're real people. And so sometimes even in the other, the other fandoms, people will branch out into the uh, writing about the actors and actresses themselves. Oh, right, right. Where, where is, it isn't, it's William Shatner you're writing about. It isn't Colonel Kirk. Yes. Uh, Colonel Kirk? Captain Kirk. Wow. Star Trek you fail. Did, did, yeah, demoting yeah. him. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, and it, it, especially in what... One of the reasons that I actually got into the television program Glee yep. um, is because the the actors and actresses on Glee are very active in their Twitter. They're twittering. They're tweeting. Oh, okay. So that that was kind of cool. I've always been kind of like you know getting a little back you know behind the scenes, a little into, feedback, yeah, a, little, could... a little you know it's kind of like access to having famous people's personal lives. Like, right, right. You know, so that was one thing that it, that you know attracted me to the show. It kind of oh, reinforced really? Even that after I watched the episodes, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. They're like really fun people and they do oh, right, a lot right. of cute little things. Like, you know, every, I guess every TV show has its little promotional things behind yeah. the scenes. And oh, right, because 30 Rock, I think, does like web series of what Kenneth is doing in his off hours right, or right, something. Right, right, right. So were, were they tweeting as their characters or were no, they tweeting as, they, as just the, the actors? Real human beings. And that's okay. why it's a very, and more than any show I've ever really watched, um, I have, you know, you kind of feel like you're getting a little, like, it's like the behind the scenes insight, you know, yeah. every day when someone wakes up and says, 
today's gonna be a great day. We're filming this. You know, they they, yeah. they they've started to kind of play it like the the. Oh. Uh, Oh, here's a here's a blow by blow yeah. of, of of what's going. Like, oh, we've been filming for 15 hours. I want to kill myself, but it'll be great. <laughs> it's all worth it for you fans, right? Right. Um, but because of that, it's also it's a very you know. I guess when the show they like promoted the crap out of the show when it was mm-hmm. first coming out, and the, right. the cast members did like a mall tour and did like you know they produced lots of cute like YouTube videos and little you know little things that they use both you know kind of. Off, yeah, yeah. offbeat, not supposed to be promotional things and actual uh, legitimate things that Fox does to make sure we watch the show. Mm-hmm. And um, in, in doing that, you know, it's kind of like people people in the fandom, dare I say, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like you feel like you know the actors okay. a little yeah. bit. So because of that, people kind of sometimes write about you know, there's speculation as to oh, whether about certain the actual actors. actors. Yeah, about the actors, perhaps perhaps seeing one another uh, they, they socially or erratically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There we so, go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a, you know... Do some, you do this, some of that stuff, or do you do strictly fictional... Strictly, I, I have dabbled. I don't... But you don't of, publish? I don't know. I got, okay. It got weird. It's weird. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, no judgment to those who do, but it's it's a weird right. thing. It, it, it feels slightly like, invasive. Because also, does. they have access to the internet, which they clearly are using in their in their tweeting and whatnot. Right. And I don't want them to see. I, you know, they probably I, have themselves on Google Alert. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? I know. <laughs> right. If they don't, their people do. Right. And hopefully, there's some sort of filter. Right. And right. I have myself on Google Alert because uh, my self absorption is almost complete. But I'll tell you something. Uh, my Google Alert is fine. It's not, um, I mean, there's just not enough chatter going on about me for it to be that big of a deal, you know? And, um, so I like, I like the idea. Incoming. It's going to be awesome. I might pause this. Yep. Well, that was an excellent dinner, wasn't it? It was lovely. (laughs) Which is that we're having Japanese. I'm sitting here with Janine Schatz and we're talking Glee fan fiction. It's good times. And, um, I have this to say. Please have this plate. Thank you. And um, I'm going to drink this. And, uh, I'm going to drink this. And these are mine. Mine. Yeah, so you started... That's how... You had never written fan fiction before Glee? I had never written fan fiction before Glee. I, re- I, wrote, I was wrote. I wrote other things. I wrote me- memoirs right. and other crazy... Like essays. Yeah, yeah just yeah. kind of like personal Diaries rants on life. Um, blog? I, uh, I started a blog mm-hmm. about... Um, deriding consumerism and, and technology oh, okay. and other stuff and that has lain I think I made about five entries in that ranting about various uh, well you could just re- replay them because I'm sure that they're still true right right mm-hmm. right except now I look like a gigantic hypocrite because this was pre pre my Twitter Tumblr addiction and I was saying how technology is taking over and it's still stopped <laughs> and apparently I have given right. in. I have given in all, in yeah. all manners of Now word, you're in. You're on board. I'm in. I'm in. Because you're on Twitter and you're on Tumblr. Yeah, I am. And uh, what's your Twitter handle? Can people follow you? Or? People, people can follow me. It is yeah. J-A, the number nine, like yeah. my first name. Janine. And then Zim, Z-I-M-M, Okay. from my maiden name. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. All right. And I will link it. Yeah. And people can follow you, and they can ask you all kind of Glee-related yes, of questions. Because you probably know a great deal about Glee. I, I do. I, I dabble. I mean, as you, you mentioned in the, the open, I I am a lawyer, so I'm not, you know, I just don't have as much time. Like, there are some really great writers who are in, in college or even younger, mm-hmm. um, or just have other other jobs that are less demanding and allow them more time to, to 
oh, crank out these great, like these great epic stories. So, had you ever read uh, I had, fan fiction before? I well, I I had read um, most mostly just the Glee. If I you know, I think something about the it was this great soup of I think I think I was studying for the bar. I was getting to graduate law school and right. um, this was close to the end of the first season of the show and okay. all the obsessions like that. You know, watching a show on TV once a week that's not that's not going to suffice. I mean, once, <laughs> and then once the season ends, you're like, oh crap, I need to fill fill this void in my life. So that's kind of how it all it all came about. And I remember I remember reading it for a while and it was my little my little break when I studied for the for the bar exam. And then um, at some point after a while, I kind of said, hey, I can. I you, can do you this too. Write, I can do this too. So, so you that that was the first kind of fan fiction you wrote was the right, right? And you were reading. Where did you find? Did you? I mean, if somebody just Google's Glee fan fiction, will they find people's Tumblr accounts? Or They'll will they probably find, like find fanfiction.net. Which is which is that board that Bob Calhoun I think was telling me about on that previous episode? It's, okay. a, it's a universe unto itself, really. There's and anything any fanfiction.net. Yes. Okay. Anything you've ever imagined. Um, and are they threads? Is it like a? No, it's not like a live journal. There okay. are, there is some fanfiction going on over there. Okay. Uh, but fan, it's, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of, it's basically it's just a website archive of. Okay. You can put in you can it's searchable. So there's different categories based on the rating the characters involved uh, sort of like how slashy it gets that rating yes okay (laughs) like like how how sexy it gets yes yes or porny or whatever yes and then the show obviously right yeah you put in the show first you put in the show and then what the rating would be and then and you or you don't have to put anything at all you could just put in you know this is going to be about Maverick. I'm writing right. Maverick. You can just put in, put in put in Maverick, and you'll get a list of every man. And then there'll be little you know the little drop down menus at the top where you can then tailor okay. your search to see yes. if you. I don't know anything about Maverick, but if you wanted to see character A, <laughs> James Garner character... was in it. Okay, yeah. uh, sure. Good, Good work be... done by him. Good um, work, sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's basically that's how it works. Um, okay, and then but do you have to log in? Like, do you no, have to be a no, member? No, you don't have to be a member. You have to be a member sometimes to review. Okay. Um, I enabled anonymous reviews on mine, and, and okay. it's worked out for me. It's worked out for me. Okay. Because um, it just means anybody can. Anybody can. Yeah. Or, yes. And I got. I only. I've only had the Jackass Factor. I've only had one so far. One, one jackass. Okay. So, All right. Um, well, that's not bad. It's and, not so bad. Yeah, because, I mean, you could think, is there, I mean, the thing is, is with, with fan fiction, and I, the people that I know that write it and read it and stuff like that, it seems to be relatively supportive. Like, even if people are judging you. Yes, yes, yes. That's they try was... to not do it online. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was, I, I remember, I think uh, you said in one of your one of your shows how comics are very much like that with their podcasts, where there's an infinite number of podcasts available yeah. in the universe, and no one, you know, one podcast is not taking anyone's time <laughs> away from listening to another, except maybe right. in theory, but, you know, just that it's a very kind of cooperative and, and supportive environment, and that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely something happening there. That's, that's um, awesome. Right? I mean, I, there's some bad, there's some bad stories out there. I'm not sure. going to lie. There's, sure. some, there's some stuff that's just either kind of weird or kind of not as well written, but for the most part, for the most part, it's good. I mean, right. And if you're going to write, you know, like people who like to write, you know, there's there's tricks to it and it's a learned skill and there's a lot of things that very much so. And there's nothing wrong with fan fiction because it's a great way to learn. You know, it's a great way to learn how to write anything. And do you 
I always ask this of people who write long, sort of longer form stuff. Do you read your stuff out loud? Out loud? Yeah. No, but I'm I'm one of those people where if I read anything, I hear the voice in my head loud and clear. Okay. So yeah. no, no so, verbal verbalization is necessary, but oh, it's planned. It's, right. it's going. Because I'm a spoken word person. Uh, I always read everything out loud. And also because my grammar skills are a little dodgy, mm-hmm. uh, I tend to use um, commas as breath marks. And so it's... It's better if I read it out loud. I can hear the grammar yes. problems, and I can hear the, I can hear what I've done wrong. It glaring things. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of a few writers I know who could benefit from this. Yeah. From this. Nothing yeah. against them. They're my friends. They're good. No, no. But everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. You know. I think could benefit if you're if you're not hearing the voice in your head as loud as you yes. are. Yeah. I think reading it out loud is an excellent technique. Yes. And so, so how many characters are in Glee? Um, like there's the kids and then there's the faculty, right? Right. right? So this, okay, I'm gonna think that, as for those who don't know, I'm supposed to explain that Glee is about right. a, high, a high school a high school Glee club, and it starts out with the the Glee club is kind of floundering, and there are only there are only five members, and it's very uh, oh right, you no, know, it's very kind of under underdoggy and very the school is really bullied, underfunded, and, yeah, under yeah. under and just kind of swept aside, and no one else, you know, the cool kids are all like the the football players and and cheerleaders and, cheerleaders and no one wants anything to do with the um, you know with the Glee Club and then yeah. uh, the, the pivotal scene in the pilot um, is when the, one of the main characters who is a his, his name is Finn okay. he's a uh, football player the uh, Spanish teacher who also advises the Glee Club right. uh, happens to be in the boys locker room and hears him singing in the shower and says, hey, if I can get this, like, cool guy to join the Glee Club, it'll, you know, it'll be good times for everyone. Right, it'll yeah. revitalize the Glee yes, Club. Yes, yes. So, I think I did see the pilot. Yes, so in the, yeah. in, in the pilot, there's a whole, there's a bit of a blackmail going on to get this, this Finn character to, um, you know, join join this floundering Glee Club. And um, then it starts a whole rash of more, cool, you know, more cool kids join. His, his girlfriend joins because she doesn't trust him you know, going off with other people and you know doing other things she's she's not aware of, and right, and she's uh, a cheerleader, yes, probably. yes, and then her cheerleader friends join with her and all that, you know. Uh, I love the insecurity of a cheerleader that's like, oh my god, you're going to hang out with band nerds? Oh my god! And, yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> it's a, yeah. my super fox boyfriend is now going to be hanging out with a clarinet player. Yeah. Oh no, that's so <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, no, I think it'll be fine. And uh, but well, that's well, cool though. But I mean, it gets everybody in, right? It, it does. It's it does. a nice device. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. As it they is. say. So I, you know, and the, the thing about uh, the thing about Glee is that I, I'd fancy myself one of these anti-establishment types where if everyone's super into something, I'm like, eh, I don't care. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, right, right. Like I'm just kind of counter that. And I, it, it just so happened that, and I, I also I couldn't watch it because I think I had class when it was first airing. Okay. Um, so, but then it came, got to be finals time, and when you're, you know, a law student looking for some something to do in between yeah. your studying, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna Especially watch an entire. When you want to check out and, and just sort of yes 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 second. exactly so I, I began I began watching I watched the pilot and then I literally could not stop watching these episodes of I, I think I watched the entire first not first first thirteen episodes over the course of, of three three <laughs> evenings when I you know couldn't look at federal income tax anymore right um, right because where did you go to the law school I went to Brooklyn Law School oh nice which is right here in Brooklyn. oh right here in Brooklyn yes another yes. shout out yes. and uh, well that's cool it's um so you watched them all. 
And how many seasons are there? Just um, we're now towards the end of the third. Okay, season. Oh, so it's still early days. It, it is. It is. It's yeah. well. It, it's funny because the you know the characters all started out there. Most of them were sophomores. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting ready to graduate. And, oh, are we you know? So it's they're not doing a Simpsons like thing where they're going to no, take no 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 twenty they, they, years to graduate. Yeah, they they've very much been like this is going to be a real high school show. Okay, and the characters are going to graduate. Originally, initially, I think before this season there was a big drama because they announced that you know three of the characters who were going to be graduating, those actors would be leaving the show. Right. And then they had to kind of, there was like an uproar of like panic and sadness right. and then they, they had to backtrack <laughs> and they said, oh, well, they may be graduating, but they're not leaving the show. Okay. Because no one knew what the hell was happening. And now... It's sort of like a teenager Mouseketeers. Well, yeah. And that's kind of why I'm kind of embarrassed. You know, that's, if I have any embarrassment about being a fan of this oh, show, no. it's because oh, it is this ridiculous, yeah. it is a ridiculous franchise. I right. mean, if, you know, people are not aware they're, you know... They did a concert. They've done two t- concert tours. There's a three. Oh, right, there's, right. A, there's a 3D movie made of the concert tour and <laughs> right. all this shenanigans. There's like a clothing. Uh, they just had some like clothing line come out at Forever 21. Right. It's it's right. just there's no end to. But I think it's better than like um, High School Musical. Right. It is, I mean, because it's, it's more sarcastic. Right. It's right. It's, more, it's what's dark... her face? The volleyball coach or whatever. Oh oh, uh, the cheerleading coach. Is, it, uh, is she the cheerleading coach? Yes, Sue Sylvester, played by uh, the hilarious Jane Lynch. That's it. Um, and uh, and she is the crazy. She's like the... She nails that character. Yes, yes. She's just this, like, stoic woman. She jokes about not having the uterus, like, just, like, you know, not having any time to to menstruate. Like, you know, it's, like, crazy. Yeah. Crazy out there, you know. Right. She just deadpan says these things. Right. She's outrageous and awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And they they use that to their utmost advantage by making these ridiculous theme episodes based on her remarks and, you know. She's sort of the George Costanza of the the thing. Because remember how, like, George Costanza, like, the tiniest thing could get blown up or something? Yes, yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, so and I'm a big Seinfeld fan as well. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, not that much Seinfeld fan fiction happening, but I, I feel oh, really? like it doesn't, it doesn't lend itself. Like, what <laughs> it does write about sitcoms are, I think, hard to write fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. About. I also my other my other main show that I enjoy is How I Met Your Mother, and okay. there isn't there isn't there isn't as much fan fiction happening with that as much as I thought. There right, would be. I bet you there's a lot of Neil Patrick Harris fan fiction out there. Which again, slightly invasive. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave him alone if you're doing that. And yeah. uh, so, but yeah, I like. Okay, so is is a lot of the fan fiction about the Jane Lynch character? No. Almost, no, not that I. Well, as I said, I. Do we know about her personal life? Because she doesn't have a personal life. Right. right. We know a little bit. We find out a little bit about her family. Her some of her family members pop up here or there and okay. play. You know, they do drive the, her plot a little bit. Okay. So, um, I do. I do believe in one of your your prior shows. You had said that you don't. You thought that her character was too mean, and you, it turned you off to the thing. And they do soften her a little bit. Okay. So, All right. so, so maybe there's, I dive there's progress back there. In. There's All progress right. there. If I it gives you any hope. Yes. Which I because well, I love singing and dancing, and I well, love musicals. That's, I I'm a I especially you know I'm I'm obviously well out of out of high school but um, I I have you know I mean the high school that I went to um, in East Meadow New York Long Island shout Long out Island. shout out um, was very big into the music and the drama and the you know it, it was right. just, it was cool to do extra whether it was you know mostly music things but other things as well it was cool to do extracurricular activities whether right. you know ever was kind of you know not everyone got along all the time there were there was some you know. Some clicks, as they would as they would call it, but sure. it was these things were encouraged. These uh, yeah. you know these musical endeavors and, and the singing and the playing instruments and such. So you know it's kind of you know to see to see a show where they have to work at it. It's kind of like it's kind of intriguing. But right. I'm also the kind of person who 
I have a soundtrack playing in my head at all at all times, and I think of the different songs that I like and what describes this moment. So the right. idea of the story interwoven with the songs that they sing on Glee is, yeah. is very appealing. Okay, so oh, I have I have some people who it's funny because some some people are like, oh yeah, I love I love watching the musical performances. Like I don't really care about the plot as much, but I lo- I love the songs that they do. And then some people are like, I fast forward through the songs. I could give a give a crap. I think oh, that the really? storyline is funny. Okay. Um, yeah, so. because I love. Um, did you did you always love musicals? <laughs> There's, there's like different people like different kinds of music. Yes, it is. Right? I'm, I'm more of a, like an alternative rock. Type, maybe some like Tommy and, and uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. I have or seen. Sondheim. I have seen neither of those. I've seen so, some Sondheim. I can work with Into the Woods. I, pl- I played the violin okay. in high school. Oh, did you? So oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So I, I also I went to performing arts camp for a little while. So sure. Who doesn't um, love it? Yeah. I went to band camp. Yes, yes. So I was not good at it. No, oh, I I was I was I was teetering. I was kind of. You could have been great. I could have been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I could have been. You know, I could have been better than I was. But yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, I just my sister is really the, the, the musical obsessed person. She was in all the plays in high school. And oh, there you go. Yeah, she was in she was in Gypsy, and she was in. Uh, I guess she was in Fiddler on the Roof, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she did more of the acting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she she never. But you think, went and saw them all, probably. I was in college by the time. Oh, she maybe. Did. So I saw the videotape. The videotaped. Oh. Uh, you know. Wow, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to see a videotape of a Broadway uh, show, quite honestly. I, I, I sat through some serious cats. Uh, I sat through, because I used to babysit, and what, the kid that I babysat for was really into theater, and mm-hmm. she's an actress now. But um, she's so into theater that she had it. That's where I saw Into the Woods. Ah, uh, She had a, a, a Broadway production. I don't know if they were... They looked real. Like I, I, I can't imagine her mom who getting a bootleg. Yeah, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine Deborah Schuster not going. I will just buy you a copy yeah. of Into the Woods from the production company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the songs that they choose, though, always intertwine with the plot, pretty much. Pretty much. Sometimes they know that they they do have these theme tribute episodes. Like there was one episode where they the. Uh, the, the Sue Sylvester character decides that Madonna is empowering and uh-huh. that she just decides that there's going to be they're going to play Madonna's music over the PA system at all times okay. and that kind of becomes this whole project for the Glee Club then to use the Madonna idea and they do all the Madonna songs and they, sometimes they, they reach a little bit sometimes, yeah. they, sometimes they're forcing it other is times there, it works is there a principal? there is a principal school? who yes. is uh, play, played by Iqbal Theba okay. who is a hilarious uh Man who happens to be of South Asian descent, so it's kind of you know. Excellent. Does he have an accent, or is he, he American? He okay. does. Um, so that you know makes it funny when he has to. He says certain things like, "Let, right. let me break it down for you," or "Let you yes. know." Um, and he, you know, so he at times seems to have very little control over the over the school, given right. given what the cheerleading coach gets away with. But right. it's all part of the. Or the you know he talks about how there's also this funding because there's the you know, school funding and the school board is this and I can't my hands are tied I can't help you anymore. My hands are tied. Yeah. How many times does the school principals say that. Oh, he they says it say. often. Excellent. Yeah. There's a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so there's, there's, there's the, the cheerleaders and then there's the glee club. Yes. And then, wasn't he married, the Glee Club coach? Yes, the Glee, the Glee Club coach, Mr. Schuster, was married to... Oh, uh, his name's Schuster? Yes, his name right. is Schuster. I mentioned that you mentioned Schuster. Him. Yeah. Um, so he was married to this, to this hilariously crazy woman. Okay. Who, um, you know, not, not, to, not to give too much away, she, uh, she shows her crazy in the most horrendous of ways. Right, and, and, keeps, and it happens relatively quickly yes, in the first and season, he, doesn't and it? He, and keeps a pretty horrendous secret from him that winds up eventually... Uh, 
backfiring. Backfiring or, yeah. and, and ending there, ending their marital union. That's true in real life, too, out there. If you're listening to this and you're keeping a horrendous secret, it's going to backfire. You might want to tell somebody. And uh, so, yes. and so, let's get to it. Let's talk about yeah. what you write. Um, I I am a, a big proponent of the, the, the two, essentially the two main characters, the aforementioned character Finn. Right, all the uh, kids. Yeah, and, and the character Rachel, uh, who is played by, by Leah Michelle, a former Broadway uh, fame. She is, she is like the big, like, diva star who fancies herself she's you know she also is she a little the bit obsessed. no no she is she was the the, the the yes the main the main glee club oh uh, so star. it turns out his girlfriend yes, was yes, actually she had justified every, she had every reason to be worried uh, so That's yeah awesome. yeah um, and so yes i write almost i write exclusively about about them and involving the other characters as well They're, do you send them on adventures what do you do what? How does it? What do they do? What do they okay. do? Yeah. I actually, uh, I actually am writing. You know, because there's a lot of. Uh, fu- there's also future. I, I know. I mentioned the alternate oh, right, universe. Right. There's also future. Oh, like speculative. Specula- so I had some spec, and I knew this. You know, I knew this was never going to happen. But I have a series. It's like, kind of like a series of vignettes story, right, right. wherein um, I decided that you know Rachel was going to go to NYU because her thing is she talks about going to New York after. Oh, right. um, After high school to go to college and sure. to, to be you know be on Broadway where she belongs. Where you know. she belongs. Uh, which she has wanted to do her whole life, mm-hmm. and you know, and what they're really, pl- you know, because they're about to graduate now. So again, without giving too much away, they're really playing up this. And well, what's Finn going to do? Like now, they're they're together. They want to be together. They want to, you know, go off into the future and, and be, you know, yeah, be the couple that makes everyone, you know, kind sure. of. Sure, it's a Billy you know. Joel song. It's yes. going to be fantastic. Yes. Okay. Um, so I decided, you know, they always basically what they've done, they kind of the entire time with Finn, they'd make it seem like is he, he going to do the sports thing or is he going to do the music thing? And, oh, right, uh, that's the question. So I decided that he's going to become a chef. Oh, I was just like, nice. you know, he's a big guy. He likes to eat very clearly. Right. They make fun of that. They, you know, they, <laughs> you know, who who wouldn't want to be? So I have, you know, right. I have this ridiculous, ridiculous story. And he it goes just, off to CIA or something. Uh, or? Johnson and Wales University, okay. in Providence, Rhode Island, <laughs> where, where he can also play on the D three basketball team. Oh, very nice. So because everyone plays up the football, but he also, at least in the first season, anyway, they seem, they seem to have forgotten about it. But in right. the first season, there is some basketball playing going on. Oh, fair. All right. Um, so I, I just decided, you know, just to go off a little bit. And so I yeah. have. I decide that they go to they go to college separately, but okay. both in the Northeast and how they how they deal with that. Right. Uh, I also I, I know my husband from high school, and we went to, I went to college oh, okay. elsewhere in the Northeast, and he went to college here in New York. And we, oh, there you, know, you go, and you had we, to deal with that. We dealt with that the entire time, and mm-hmm, did, mm-hmm. did quite splendidly, I think. Yep. Um, did you stay together during we college? We did. We did oh, the entire time. My roommate so. uh, in college, she and her boyfriend split up. They were together in high school. They split up during college, and then got back together last year of college. Got married uh, uh. and have been married for almost twenty years. How crazy that's is that? So that is that is pretty crazy. That's that's um, you know. It there were some hard times when they had to figure out how to relive with each other again. Right. It was right. just sort of like, what are you doing? Are you settling? What are you doing? <laughs> and then you know, twenty years later, I don't think it's settling. No, no. I think I, you know, it was it was, and he's he's very he's much more. She's my true love. You know this type of thing. Mm-hmm. I've known her since high school. This is right. this is always meant to be. Right. But she needed a time to right. go off to college right, right. and learn how to be someone else yeah. and figure out what she wanted. It's I just I just I just couldn't do that because my husband is too is too good. He would be he would be right. snapped, be snapped up. Snapped up in He'd a heartbeat. Snapped up and I would be. Uh, nice would work. Be, uh, what does yeah. he do? My husband is actually a pension actuary. Come on. The excitement. So, yes. What, what is? 
A pension is, hack. He, is, he consults with companies about how to fund their pension. They use funky oh. math and Excel spreadsheets to, to project uh, how much okay. money the company should be putting away to, okay. to, fund, to fund their, their oh, pension plans. Oh, interesting. So, so it's... it's, it's it's, it's going to be dwindling. Math. Yes, exactly. It's, it's going to be dwindling work as people, you know, no companies. Have yes, yes. <laughs> and, and you're in you're in a, a women's advocacy law. Yes. Um, which of course is also going the way of the dodo. You guys have chosen careers where I'm so sorry. We're not going to have any more rights now. I think we'll be. Well, we, yeah. jo- we joke about we joke about opening random businesses together for no reason. But um, <laughs> you and your husband? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Just little, little random things that would never work. The only one I can really remember ever is that we were talking about. Like I was trying to explain to him how women. You know, we're talking about how women's clothing, in particular, different brands where the sizes run differently. Yeah. And he's all like, "Oh, we need to fix this. We need sense. to. We need to. We need to." But the only way to fix that is to take over the entire fashion industry, which is not something I'm not, I, we're not equipped to do that. Obviously. It seems like an awful big so, project. Yes, anyway. Um, I don't understand why sizes are not regulated. No. It's, I suppose... Well the, well, the European system, I feel like, is done by, they measure a certain part of the garment in centimeters. Okay. And that's why you wind up with everything's like 36 or whatever, you know. Right, it's, it's oh, right, right. Large, higher numbers than we are used to here. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not wearing a size 12, you're wearing a size 36 or something, 38 something or like 67 that. or right. some sort of weird number. Yeah. But at least if it's if it's based on the metric system and it's based on an actual inseam measurement. Yes, then you, <laughs> some standardization like, is happening. That, that would be an excellent standardization because yeah. I bought Andy uh, a couple of uh, soccer jerseys when I was in Kuwait and they were their two largest one from Djibouti and one from wait one from Iraq and one from Kuwait and then I did buy one from Djibouti Africa and all three are larges and all three are different sizes <laughs> yeah. completely the one from uh, I think it's the one from Iraq doesn't fit him oh wow and uh, it's more of a small medium okay so, ooh, they just turned the lights yes, down. It's mood, very romantic. Um, uh, so, so yeah. So that's what you're. So that's what I. So as far as the future, the future um, Finn and Rachel Finn, Finchel, as they are called, um, <laughs> are they? They are called that. That's awesome. Um, and um, as I said, the, t- the you know the, the actors on the show are very. Um, very active with their with their Twitter yeah. accounts and promoting, and the two, the uh, Lee Michelle and Corey Monteith, who plays Finn, are often they tweet sometimes hashtag Finchel forever. Oh, um, fair enough. So it's 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 also a thing in the fandom of like, oh, they ship Finchel just as much as the rest of us do. Oh, they, lo- they love it. They, they love it. You they know, want to do they, it too, yeah. and sadly have lives, right? But because they're uh, people, yes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and we, we may or may not write fan fiction about how we think they are involved, right? Personally, personally, but, yeah. but uh, that's entirely up to them. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So I have this future. I in, in, in the continuing adventures of Future Finchel, yes. they actually move here to Park Slope, and, oh. and Rachel achieves her dream of being on Broadway, and they, nice. Finn opens a restaurant, and they have two little kids, and oh my all sorts of fun times ensue. That so. is very nice. And so. then they, they get themselves a pug that's matched with a Lhasa Apsa, and they walk around in slippers. Right. And they can have that sort of lifestyle. <laughs> I have seen a lot of things in this walk around Park Slope today, <laughs> where a lot of things were happening. Because in LA, we have the bearded youth community, but they're usually not on the street in such numbers. And uh, here in Brooklyn, there's a lot of a lot of bearded youth yeah. just walking around. There's a, lot, loose. there's a lot of people just just walking around, walking yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and then and then the the kids are the kids are everywhere, and everybody is wearing what looks to be a lot of North Face. Yes, a lot of yes, a lot of very expensive clothing for someone who's four. Yes, and uh, but um, yeah, so. 
what I want fan fiction to be, and I suppose it could be if I were writing it, because it can be anything, right? It can be anything. I want I want Finchel to go on adventures. I want them to be detectives. And people write that. Crime. People write that. People oh, wrote, do they? Yeah, people wrote. Someone wrote an alternate universe where they were in the FBI. Um, uh, someone else is a great, a great Finchel in Bones. A great crossover. A great in progress. About she's not did it in a while, actually. Should look into that. I hope she's okay. Um, about um, do you worry about the, I, the people you don't hear from? Sometimes like, I do. Come on, come on. And it, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because um, sometimes people get very pouty on Tumblr, and you're like, oh no, is so and so okay? Like, right, I, you know? right, right. Um, because I suppose when you write all this fan fiction, you're pouring so much of yourself into it, right? That you're like. Oh, I kind of see who you are behind your fan fiction. Yes, right? some, 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 I think sometimes some people use it for an escape. So I would go counter people. People put these oh. people in the adventures that have nothing to do with anything because they want to. <laughs> oh, they right. want to kind of go out there. And other right. people. I mean, I have a, a fan fiction friend who um, has a, a son who is about to graduate high school and enlisted in the in some armed services. And, oh, right, and she right. was in she was in the, uh, the Air Force. She was in well. the armed forces as well, and so was her her. Um, ex ex husband who is right. the father of this child, and um, she wrote a uh, a story about um, about Finchel and a, a, you know Finn joining the army and other you know she, oh, she has right. kind of a therapeutic exercise for herself um, oh, to okay. get at some of the feelings she was feeling about, right, be, about you know, being nervous. And right, yeah. right, right. So that, um, that's crazy. You know, it was. I was just thinking about that today because it's whenever I go and I perform for the troops and stuff, and I've only done it a couple of times, but it's so it's so funny to me. And I was thinking about it today that it's not that funny, but because it's funny to me that that they're so grateful that I've come, right? Mm. They're like, thank God you've come, because we're bored. But um, because I, cause I know nothing about the armed forces, and I never knew anything about it. You know, I just had a very knee-jerk liberal kind of way about it when I was a kid, because my dad was in yeah. the Marines or the mm-hmm. Navy or whatever the hell he was in. It was He always encouraged us not to, you know? Mm. And so when you meet people who join the service... And they've clearly joined the service to be of service. Yes. That was never that was never explained to me. That one of the reasons... I mean, it was explained to me that people need jobs. That's why they join. Right. Uh, it was explained to me that people need to get out of their barrio or the mm-hmm. ghetto or their tiny town. That's why they join the service. And not realizing... You could also just leave. Right. Uh, you can go elsewhere yeah, and do something of, completely what all, autonomous and unrelated. Right. My brothers didn't join. They just left, it turned out, in our tiny, uh, <laughs> tiny town. They were just like, well, it's been great. <laughs> you hope everything works out, South Milwaukee. We're yes. moving on. And, uh, but the... But when I, you know, like you meet these these people, these, you know, young men and women who, they just want to be of some help. Right. They want to serve... They want to serve something. They want to fix something. They want to be of service. And and then the weird reveal is that it's also kind of a shitty day job. Right. Because you have to shovel sand and you have to mop things and you have to wash dishes. Yes, and, yes. You know, it's, and there may also be just a lot of sitting around. Like a there's lot of, like, an awful you know. lot of boredom, I think, in it involved. Which was, I, you know, I had read enough war books to know that there was a lot of boredom. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I had ever read enough war books that explained... Oh yeah, there's a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. It turns out once you've joined the Marines, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. a someone has to peel potatoes for a long time yeah. or chop things. There, well, you there, know, there's also another friend of mine, a, a gentleman. I know two two gentlemen who write the fan fiction. Yes, the sea of seemingly all women. And you know, right. what is what a society we are where you just kind of assume. And even then, I just assume everyone's female. And here are these two these two guys I know who write who write pretty pretty good stuff. Pretty, yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, and one of them wrote a uh, he kind of he wrote a. That there is some some drama in the Finchel relationship, and he wrote like at, at X point, what if they didn't get back together?
together and it like completely drove Finn crazy and he joined like the the National Guard Reserve training mm-hmm. program as a, mm-hmm. as a 17 year old and like went off so speaking of having adventures you kind of get this like split summer of theirs where right. you know Rachel is at home in their tiny Ohio town like right. wondering if she made the right decision rejecting him and he goes off and, and you know goes to the National Guard and then ends thing, up in and ends up in or no he does not he well he has he has a bit of a he gets they actually get called away to uh, Joplin Missouri when that tornado happened I guess this was mm. last last summer or something so very it was specific. very very current events oriented yeah. very uh, very timely and appropriate so um, that that leads to a whole thing and then yeah. you know it goes from there so how, how long is a, a basic fan fiction how long do people write people can write this there, there are one shots which are just like a one chapter one shot deal like 3,000 um, words or yeah, 6,000 words or any anywhere I mean the one shots really you know some people write what they call a one shot and it's really it could be it could be a few different chapters but okay it can basically they can be kind of long they can, they can be long I mean the, the, the National Guard training yeah. fiction fan fiction is uh, 25 or 26 decently length chapters. Oh, um, it's, wow. it's an epic. It's a, it's a saga. Uh, right. Like I said, there are people who are, who are doing great things and writing uh, writing insane, uh, yeah. insanely detailed and great uh, yeah. great stuff. And some of, I mean, I want to say that in my um, in my story of vignettes, that every chapter is, you know, between. 3,000 and 4,000 words. 5,000 is a long chapter for me. Some people bang that out like it's like it's nothing. Right, right. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. I actually I usually write on the subway on the way to and from work on my iPod Touch. Oh, um, wow. Just kind of typing on away. On your tiny iPod yes. Touch. Uh, what program do you use to write? The, the notes, there's a notes program. Okay. That's just uh, included. So, in like the, the iWriter or something? Sure. Yeah. It's just called notes. If there's something notes. else that is more advanced, perhaps I will I will look into it. But my um, iPad has an iWriter thing, oh, and, right. and I was just trying to write on that. Thank you. Yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, your your thumb thumb typing on the touch the touch on screen the, on the tiny iPhone sized iPod yeah, Touch. Right? Yeah, and it's not um, it's not so much a problem as the size as far as like writing the actual words, but. If you think about typing something in Microsoft Word or in TextEdit or whatever, you know, when you're writing using a writing program um, on like a laptop, you can see the whole screen. Like you yeah. can see like the paragraphs kind of coming coming about. Whereas yeah. on the tiny iPod, you're kind of like, where, where was I going with this? Or right. my thing is also combined with that is that I get distracted. Where it's like you're kind of you have to like if I'm standing, I'm trying to lean against a wall without falling and killing someone. <laughs> or, you right. know, can you type pretty fast on the iPod? I can I can type pretty fast. Like you're kind of cranking along. Yeah, but the, the it has to be when the ideas come to me and. So Sometimes, yeah. for whatever reason, I just I you know, especially late. That's why I envy these people who crank out these stories like like it's nothing. Because whether I'm on the subway, I'm like, oh, what's what's someone doing over there? I'm like, what's that guy wearing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and then if I'm at home, it's like, oh, the internet is here. Yeah, let, let me do yep. that. So. And the television. And yeah, the, yeah, and, all, and, and the husband and other stuff. other things yeah. that are happening sometimes. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I, t- I usually try to get as much done as I can on the on the subway ride. But sometimes my subway ride is only like you know 30 to 35 minutes long, and I'll type one paragraph and I want to kill myself because like, I'm like well, I'm, I'm the least productive individual on the face of the earth but. right but uh, no first of all I think that's incredible that you're typing it on the and then what do you do email it to yourself and then email it to myself and add into it on the laptop and, and, and then work on and it and upload it yeah, work yeah. on it finish it up and in usually word. yeah in word and send it to someone to, to maybe beta read um, okay. which is when you have a friend oh nice check yourself for grammar or whatever and right, usually right. I, I think I'm a pretty good writer right um, and I, I, I do they check it for thread too or do they give you any content it, yeah it depends it's, you know depends certain, certain people which, are good for like the 
the idea the, the right. idea bounce and is, is this flowing the right way right. other people are good for the just give this a quick read and make sure it makes you know the overall thing is interesting um, you know someone's halfway through like please read what I have so far and make sure I'm not missing the mark or telling so, you know I can think of going in A direction or in B direction yeah, yeah. Uh, please let me know which what one will be less thing. inane to yeah. the general population so <laughs> so yeah yeah I used to do I used to work at this closed captioning company and that's where several of the people that I met who did fan fiction um, for different things like General Hospital and One Life to Live mm-hmm. and Young and the Restless yeah they did that kind of fan fiction and then there was like um, like more procedurals and what did you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of snark in the world yes there is and uh, <laughs> Some of it may be sitting here at this very table. We don't oh really yes, know. that's true, and it's a safe space. But we can, there, there's, there's, it's just hard, you know, because like there's things that you don't want to do that other people want to do, and you're like, really? That's your, you want to work? That's a procedural. That's like I've been watching a lot of In Plain Sight this week uh. because it's Netflix streaming and NCIS isn't, uh. and uh, the place that I'm uh, renting in Brooklyn doesn't have a TV, and so. Oh, one of those. Yeah, so he is a he's a bit of a reader. I've been reading a lot, which is good because I read above the reading. I'm actually in the middle of reading Hunger Games. So oh, are you? That may also yeah. You know what? When you write, okay, I have actually three questions. Uh, when you write the Glee fan fiction, do you write songs? Are there musical numbers? No. Sometimes I'll use I'll use existing music to set the backdrop for okay. it, and the, you know, song lyrics as a title of of chapter oh, nice. or the story is important. But some of my fan fiction writing friends are very good at that, where they they like hear songs and it inspires them to write a certain story at a certain angle. I'm I'm usually not as heavy right. into that, but I'll do some of it. Right. Um, but but I, you'll I, incorporate it a little bit, but it's, a little bit, but nothing in original. The show itself, it, they use existing music, and right? Yeah, some originals, some originals as well. That becomes a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that was my first question. Yes. The, the music thing, yeah. and then, um, what were we talking about? Was, I randomly interjected that I'm in the middle of reading Hunger Games. Oh, the Hunger we're... Games, because the Hunger Games is about high school. Yes, it is. And Glee is about high school. Yes. That'd be a hell of a crossover. Yes, 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 exactly. And it's actually, the one thing I can say about the, you know, the online fandom of Glee what I see on my Tumblr Tumblr feed mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is that the, the fans of Glee are also big fans of Harry Potter. Right. Also big fans of this new show called Once Upon a Time. Which, which I've not, seen five of. I've not seen any of it. Uh, I've heard mixed. Parts of it are great. Uh, and the blonde woman who plays sort of the protagonist, mm-hmm. um, who's a famous actress whose name I can't remember, but I will put it in the notes, is, um, you know, she, she reminds me of Lindsay Wagner. And I don't know why I can remember mm. Lindsay Wagner's name, <laughs> but Lindsay Wagner played the bionic woman. Ah, so she has that sort of her face structure kind of reminds okay. me, and she also had blonde hair. So I have no idea why that's it, but she's she's a tough cookie. Yeah. She's a tough cookie in Once Upon a Time, and and hopefully, problem with Once Upon a Time is that it it's not going to wrap up in a season, and I mm. want it to. I want it to just do it and be done. Like I wish it were a movie. Ah, because I think it's a great premise. Because it's, you know, they've been taken into the mundane world. They've been taken into the real world. Right. As, as this curse. And Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, <laughs> And, uh, oh, he's so bad. But he's so good. It's such a great... And then, um, but if it were a movie, then it could just have an arc and it would be two hours long and I'd be, right, I'd be right, psyched. Right. But now uh, they're going to drag it out forever. Of course, of course. It's going to be a pain in my ass. Yeah. So... Whatever. Uh, How about Grimm? People, Do you watch Grimm? No, oh, no. But I think people, other people, seem to seem to like that as well. I've seen yep. a little bit of that. Right. And then now the Hunger Games is the new thing that's kind of sweeping the uh, 
sweeping through the the, the same the similar fan, fandom, I guess. This, this overlap and in appreciation. Oh, because the movie's coming out, right? Yeah, right. So, what book are you on? I'm in. I'm almost. I'm almost done with uh, Catching Fire, which is the second third? book. Second. second book. So okay. I bought the third book today in anticipation. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know why, because again, anti-establishment. I ordered. I ordered the first book online a few weeks ago, and I mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get the first one, and I'll either, you know, I'll get the second one when I feel like it, or there's no way I'm going to like this as much as everyone says I'm going to. <laughs> it can't be that good. But meanwhile, I, you know, I finished it. You know, in a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah. It's like yes. it is. It is an easy read, and yep. it is really fun. It's yeah. It's an yeah. interesting. It's kind of like I. As being a historical fiction nerd, it's kind of mm-hmm. like historical fiction in reverse. Yeah. Fut- the futuristic dystopia is right, kind of right. like, you know. And that's such a big thing right now. Did you ever read, um, speaking of historical fiction, dystopian future mm-hmm. crossovers, uh, A Canticle for Leibowitz? No. A Canticle but it for, sounds fascinating. It's amazing. It's an actually, a, it's literature, I think. Mm. Um, it's speculative fi- fiction. It's, it's, a, it's essentially about, in the future, um, there's a... A giant world war, of course. And, yes, and, and naturally. Naturally. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic events. And so after after the bomb falls and everything is destroyed, there is a, a period of time when the world reacts poorly to anyone who has any learning. So what they do is they, they decide that it's all the fault of all the professors and all the smarty pants. And so they kill all the smarty pants. And so there's an underground monk movement, sort of like illuminated manuscripts, where they try to save the the written word. And then a canticle for Leibowitz is about the canonization Ah. of this guy Leibowitz without knowing who Leibowitz is. So it's dark and it's funny and it's it's all about the repetition of history. Yes. And um, it's a really great book. Sounds, and, sounds so. And it's it's not a cheerful book always, which is why I have this tone in my voice, because I love a cheerful book. And uh, But it's one of those books that stayed with me, you mm-hmm. know, so you mm-hmm. can tell that it's very well done. Yes. Yes. But uh, Hunger Games... That was fine. Yeah, that was just candy. It was a uh, super fun. Yes, and I, I can already there will there will, there may be some fan fiction coming coming from me on that as well. Oh, really? Because it's it's it, you know it's 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 a similar mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I don't know it's like it's similarly inspiring in some There's in Peter some way. And, and uh, what's the name of the what's the name of the the boy from home? Gail. Gail. That's right. Yes, one of my one of my friends is already asking me. Two of my friends are already asking me. Like, so are you on Team Peter or Team Gail? <laughs> like, you know, I was I always know. Team Gail. Quite honestly, really, I was really? Team Gale and, until I think the second book, and then I was Team Peta, and then I was Team Gale again, and then I was Team Peta. So yeah, I, it's because uh, it's, well, you know, I guess they, you know, without without spoil, spoilers, um, you know, you can kind of only you only really you don't get much of Gale in the first book. You kind of get a little bit of the premise, but you know, right? But he's dark and brooding and moody, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that guy looks like trouble. We're, we're gonna have a crush <laughs> on him for no reason. See, I totally didn't get that for some reason. No? I mean, not, 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 I guess you know. You got why he was attractive, you know, because no, but I didn't. No, you never did. Well, attractive physically or attractive as as far as um, kind of the provider to attractiveness. I think you know he can go out there and do things. Right, right, right. Um, So I don't don't know. I I still, I'm given. I'm reserving, reserving my sure. And in the and almost the end of the second book, right? Too soon to call it. Yeah, the Hunger Games is great. Did you try that Ready Player One game yet? No, a book Ready Player One. It's uh. 
It's that the Ernie Klein episode that I interviewed him in Austin, Texas. Okay. He was the guy who wrote um, Fanboys, and he also wrote this thing called Ready Player One. That's okay. gonna, they were going to make a movie, and it's about essentially the Steve Jobsy kind of World of oh, Warcraft, right, right, right. Yeah. dystopian future. Yeah, where everyone's living living in stacked. Um, Motorhomes. Oh. For some reason. Tra- and, uh, trailer in the sky. That's yeah. what the urban folk call a crappy apartment. That's trailer. Yeah, it's but it's genuinely trailers that are stacked on top oh, of each other. Oh, wow. Yeah, it doesn't sound safe. No. It sounds like it's a terrible... That's some kind of engineering flaw it's a, right there. <laughs> is there. Is there fan fiction... Like, if people want to do it, do they? did you do it before you published? Um, or I'm, did you just... Because you were reading so much of it, you were like... I was reading it, and then I kind of thought I could do this, and I kind of just... Uh, just put it out Just put it out there. I actually... I, uh, as a... You know, I, I was kind of doing this, and I, I, I... A lot of my my earlier works were of the mature variety. Oh, and, um, hello. So I was... Yes, I was doing this, and I um, and I know you have a thing about romance novels, so we're going to get... That may, be my, <laughs> that may be my next project. I don't really know. Oh, right, right. Um, but... Um, you know what's weird about... I met a woman who's... who's she had submitted six romance novels and had never gotten published. And so maybe like, I won't do the romance novels. No, no. You could try it, because... The, 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 I, I admit that I was incredibly surprised... To find how hard they were to get published, oh, yeah. <laughs> just because some of them are so poorly written. Yeah, and you think to yourself, "Well, I could probably do this," but I've actually thought I could probably do this in the past, and then I've never done it. So yeah. it it isn't as easy as it sounds. Right. There's no reason for me to be such a bossy magoo about it. And not, oh, I can bet you I can do this because <laughs> you know it's everything's harder than, than you, you know, think. Than yeah, it looks. Yes. everybody looks like yeah. this. Yes, I could probably do that. Um, when I started off, I did post. There are these. There were these. Uh, I guess li- live journal or I get yeah live journal prompts um, and all of them are kind of they're, they're like raunchy essentially okay. and so I, I filled those under anonym, anonymous like you can just post it's like oh, almost okay. like, a, a, like a drabble style that drabble is also shorter than a one shot it's kind of like people put, people don't necessarily put those on fanfiction.net that's reserved for tumblr it's like a it oh, could be as short as a few short. paragraphs or maybe like some of mine wind up, being, wind, wind up being long anyway because I just can't shut up um, <laughs> but um, I, I remember I was you know writing these and they're all pretty they're pretty out there they're pretty uh, pretty pretty M rated and oh, right, uh, right. I, uh, I remember in Informing, informing my lovely husband that I had been had been writing these things, and I kind of, I kind of, I, you know, he said, he kind of figured it out based on the way I had I had said it without saying it. He said, "Oh, so if these stories were movies, the previews would not be suitable for younger viewers." <laughs> I said, "You are absolutely right, sir." Has he so, read them? Yes, I have forced him to. I think I think oh, you, it, oh, it, weirds, it weirds him out. I think he he doesn't go looking on his own to see if I've updated or whatever. Oh, he, fair you enough. Know, you know, he's kind of, he, you know, because it could be. Um, I mean, he might. He could be into it. You never know. Yeah. You're into it with fellas. Yeah. Yeah. With, with they, uh, we don't always know what they're thinking. What they're, we don't know what, what they're, they're thinking. Either. What they're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> I see you might wish to do this. And, uh, and so, so speculation runs. Right. And, uh, yeah. Well, that is hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, I was an- I anonymously uh, posted some of these these fills for the prompts, mm-hmm. and someone actually wrote like you know I guess someone wrote read one of them and said oh have you written anything else and I linked her to my other anonymously posted prompts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she said you should really make a fanfiction.net account where you post all of these so people can follow you and know who you are and alert all of your stuff in one place. So you and got I a said, fan? Yes, I got a fan, yeah. and 
thus I wound up on the on the, the fanfiction.net because oh, I was cool. trying so and I almost forgot about that actually because it's, awesome. it's been so long but yeah um, so I was like I was kind of you know eased in slowly I was kind of embarrassed by it at first and sure now I'm here talking and into a little tape recorder about exactly it. So about look the whole at the progress thing. the progress of, of just embracing your yeah. dogdom what about um, so do you have some of the the more emirated stuff on your fanfiction page or or is it all... Yeah, pretty, oh, it's all there. It's all oh, it's out all there. there. It's all, all out there. there. Oh, all right. There you go. Now you show us out, Americans. Uh, so I should link to your fan fiction page um, in the notes, but what is the URL? Do you have... Is it basic or is it convoluted? It's... If people have my Twitter, they'll find it. Oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. J9. <laughs> Something else. Yeah. Okay. In other news, it's been a great episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?